All right, Grant Elliott, let's talk some international cricket. Um, the Ashes in particular. Did it deliver to the drama promised? The greatest show in town turned up, didn't it, Grant? It turned up in spades as Australia snuck home, winning a very tight one by two wickets, chasing down 282 for the loss of eight. It had to deliver, Daniel. Do you know why? Do you know how much it is for a box we, on the first day at the Lords? Because we're told that it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest contest we, of all to, time. We had to debate last week, and I lost, and I had to argue it is the greatest Lose again. cricketing rivalry. So, it's, do you know it's £55,000 for one of those boxes? What? For a day. What? What box? What? What? It's one of the, the VIP boxes at Lords. So, day one. Lords, Ashes, £55,000. I think it's 20 people. So if it didn't live up to the hype, you'd be a little bit gutted spending that amount of money going to Lords, and hopefully it doesn't rain for those people. But it is the the media... The only only benefit to it raining is you you can just focus on the bar and food to hopefully make your 55000 bucks back. Well, you'd hope it's (laughs) all-inclusive. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, listen, the media hype around... The Ashes game has been phenomenal. The talk about baseball, obviously England losing, you know, 17 test matches, then finally winning one with Baz, and then just going on this run of form that they've never seen. The Barmy Army getting behind them at Edgebaston. The Hollies packed out with the Barmy Army. Um, I did see something quite funny. Uh, them taunting Steve Smith on the boundary, singing, We Saw You Cry on the Telly. Cry on the telly. And I think Pat Cummins stitched uh, Steve Smith up by sending him to the uh, to the boundary there. They also had Travis Head. They were singing, where's your head at? So the Barmy Army really getting into it. And uh, home, home advantage is massive for the English team. But there's a lot of banter. And I think one of the most pivotal moments in the Ashes Test match that I think just set the scene, there was two... Things that vividly on day one, I remember, and we discussed. Crawley's shot, the first shot of the day. First ball of the Ashes. First ball of the Ashes, crunching cover drive for four. It just sort of you know, showed their intent. They're like, right, this is how we're going to play. And then the declaration. So the declaration, which a lot of people, I saw Mark Butcher saying he disagrees with it, Michael Vaughan saying he disagreed with it. We disagreed with we it disagreed last Saturday. We disagreed with it as well. Only reason why we disagreed is if number you know ten and eleven were in or nine and ten were in. One um, guy's on a hundred plus. Yes, Joe Root, one of the he is the best Test batter in the world at the moment. So he's just uh, usurped uh, Manus Labuschagne, and um, because Manus can't play every Test in Australia. No, no the ball's swinging a bit, and Root's on one hundred and eighteen not out. He's playing he's reverse scooping, and you know he's got his iron with a new Duke ball. Everyone's saying they could have got another 50 to 70 runs more. And all they did was take 10 minutes out of the game. No one would have predicted there was bad weather on day five. So that added to the drama of the result as well. When I went to, to bed on day four and Aussie needed 170 runs with seven wickets in hand, I was like, okay, well, I think, you know, this is Aussie's game to lose from that position. But they fought back, you know, uh, probably uncharacteristic. For a lot of English teams in the past, besides the Freddie Flintoff, Kevin Peterson era, Michael Vaughan era, I think that you know everyone sort of just expects the English team to sort of wither and die. But 
they they fight till the bitter end. And um, seven runs ahead in the first innings, and you know, doing what they did, they've set the scene for Lords. And Zach Crawley, one of the young players, has already come out and said, "Oh, I think we'll win that one by 150 runs. Pitch will suit us more." James Anderson came out, said that that pitch was like kryptonite for him, uh, basically saying that it, it was flat, did nothing. Yes, <laughs> we we said that we were messaging each other after about three overs. Now this is a flat as a pancake. Again, another reason why we felt the declaration was a little bit odd. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I think this is being overlooked. This is England's scorecard from the, the second innings. 19, 14, 46, 46, 43, 20, 19, 27, 10, 12. Yeah. But I, that's also, one. I think that that's what... I liked what Michael Vaughan said. Michael Vaughan said, baseball is great. And we'll discuss a little bit more about baseball. But I think he talks about the aggressive nature of the players. He said it's great, but there's a time to use baseball and there's a time when you don't. And I think with test cricket, this is the... I guess the difficult thing about discussing baseball and taking that, that slant on every delivery you face. Yep. Sometimes it's the bowler's day. But it's a five-match series. They need to win the series. And it's five days of cricket. Can you play at that intensity for five days? Or do you choose moments in the game? And I think that maybe that's where this English team is going to start going, is they're going to start selecting. They know that the level of aggression they can play at at certain times and they've got the confidence and they've got the rope from their coach and selectors to play in that manner but there's times where you you shouldn't be playing in that way because you're setting up the game for the next day for example and um yeah i i mean and the other question we raised last Saturday: where are they getting 20 wickets from grant yes where are they getting tw- i'm talking england here if they produce flat wickets they need a spinner 18 18 wickets um we could hark back to the incredible test against New Zealand at the base reserve. Let's not forget, New Zealand got 483 in their second innings. Same attack? Leach was playing that Jack game, Leach wasn't played. he? He bowled a lot of overs, yeah. 61 overs. So that Against that's, New Zealand. That's the, one, that's the one big difference, though, between these two teams now, is if they produce a flat wicket, a good batting surface, that they can play an attacking brand, they need a spinner who's going to bowl a lot of overs. Or something, because you look at Scotty Boland or Boland or whatever his surname is from Australia. I hope I've pronounced that correct, Boland. Um, he went at 5.65 runs and over. Now, he was more your banker, the guy that was going to be bowling a lot of overs that tie up one end and get some wickets here and there. But now they've left out Mitchell Stark on a flat one. Now they're thinking of maybe, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring him back in, depending on what this wicket's like. If it's moving around a bit. Bowland plays, but if it's not, you bring back Stark, brings in maybe a little bit of reverse swing, pace, bounce, all of that, that X factor that he brings to the game. But the, if it nibbles around, Bowland's going to yeah, be pretty challenging. The massive value for Australia is Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon. Um, He's so good, mate. And, and on a flat wicket, you want your spinner bowling a lot of overs, you want to rotate the quicks from the other end. And the fact that Nathan Lyon you know, produced the goods once again. They had Mo and Ali, and I don't know if you saw what happened to Mo and Ali. For those listeners that weren't watching, he basically had a hole in his finger because he hadn't. He'd been playing T20 cricket with a kookaburra ball, doesn't have a pronounced seam, and the kookaburra ball doesn't rub as uh, harshly against your skin as the juke does. And after the first innings, Mo and Ali had basically eroded his skin away, 
and then he had put a substance on the skin, which I can only think is super glue because a lot of spinners used to do that preseason just to cover the wound. And um, yeah, he was, uh, wasn't allowed to do that. So you're not allowed to put anything foreign um, on your finger. So I don't know if he'll be ready for this next test. Um, and it, it has a huge effect on whether you can spin the ball or not. I think he played well with bat and ball, but he's not a Nathan Lyon. And Nathan Lyon on a flat wicket is the one uh, factor that's going to be uh, going against uh, England and just the flow of the game. Eight wickets in the match, four yeah. in each innings. And, and the Lyon. flow of the game, you can then rotate your quicks from one end. They're going to be fit. They're going to, they're going to feel energized. And in a five-match series, you actually have to look after your bowlers, either rotate them or look after the overs that they're going to mm. bowl. So fascinating to see what pitch they produce. And Brendan McCullum's come out and said, well, I don't think we were aggressive enough. So he says that they can expect even more aggression in this next test. It's going to be fascinating. We can't wait to bring you all the action right here on SENZ and all of the banter. Did you find it hilarious, all the Australians clutching their pearls at Ollie Robinson giving someone a send-off? Usman Kawaja, brilliant, by the way. Absolutely magnificent, wasn't he, in that test series. But it's so funny that people have, you know, you know, <laughs> sorry. Well, can, I, can, I know we've got people listening in Australia. But, like, can I mention what Matthew like, Hayden said about Ollie Robinson? Seriously. Like, come on, Australia. Are you utterly tone deaf? Are you, are you completely blind to what's happened over the last three generations? Anyway. <laughs> well, I loved what Matthew Hayden said. He said, the other bloke, he's a forgettable cricketer, fast bowler that's bowling 124-kilometer nude nuts, and he's got a mouth from the south. Someone like him, you can just go, brother, I'm coming at you. Davey Warner would, can do that, right? He no, because he's got it. out the previous over to Stuart Broad again. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Hados. <laughs> no. And I don't care, he bowls 124k nude nuts. He's averaging 21 with 70 test wickets. He's, he's a, a good bowler. He is averaging 21. Uh, but... Ollie Robinson has become the new, is it outlaw for, for, for the Australian fans? He's been throwing his mouth off uh, in all the press conferences. And if I was the English team, I'd just keep throwing him into the press conferences <laughs> to make comments because it seems to be, he even brought Ricky Ponting into the fight. Well, we'll get to Ricky Ponting after 12 o'clock. Punter ball. Apparently punter ball is better than Baz ball.